one of the things that held me back too was like, I just don't want to become one of those people who hustle and hustle and hustle and money is the end all be all goal. And that's it. That's just all they talk about, all they strive for. They don't know how to stop and live. So that's when I realized that, no, it's about figuring out what you want to do, figuring out what mission you kind of have in the world, what mission you have for your life. And then money is going to come in. It's going to find its way. You're going to attract it. It's going to come to you by the simple nature of the things that you are doing. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. So about a month ago, actually legitimately a month ago, I was in Croatia on a private island with over 200 entrepreneurs from all over the world. And it was a bit surreal for sure, because not that long ago, I was a middle school teacher. I was unhappy with my life. I left teaching, bounced around for a bit, trying odd jobs, trying to figure out my fit, and then ended up finding my fit in freelancing. Now I've made good money with freelancing, but I am definitely still in the six figures. I am not a millionaire. I do think I'll be a millionaire someday. And it comes more from wanting to develop and grow as a person than it does the actual money. Because I live a very cool life. I travel the world. I currently have no home base, although I am getting tired and probably looking to settle down into one somewhat soon. It would be nice to have somewhere to come home to after all these travels and to not schlep everything I own around with me like a hermit crab. (laughs) Or what did someone say to me the other day? Or a snail. But because I have just the one suitcase, I live a very minimalist lifestyle. I don't have a lot of things. And the things that I do have, I've learned to not get attached to because if I buy something, that means something else has to go. So I've done a lot of work on myself, my mindset, and not becoming too attached to things, not holding on to things, right? And so what I have come to realize is really valuable is experiences. And not just experiences alone, but experiences with other people, sharing those with other people. So the reason that I want more wealth is to be able to provide more experiences and options for other people. I'm pretty happy. I've got what I need to live on. I've got what I need to pick up and just hop on a plane and go somewhere new whenever I feel like it. I live pretty simply. I don't need a whole bunch of extravagance. I don't need yachts and helicopters and all those things like it just doesn't really appeal to me that much and like it would be wasted on me to be honest when I was in Croatia it was funny because I was living with friends nearby for the first time in all of these five years I've been traveling there were my close friends my college roommate was visiting and she brought her family her husband and her two young boys and we all lived in Croatia for the three months there so we spent a lot of time together and her husband said at one point he was just like I think it's funny how Mashan is such a homebody Like she travels the world, but she stays home a lot (laughs) because yeah, if you look at my Instagram, like sure, I take pictures when I'm out, but I spend a lot of time at home. I enjoy being at home. And I think that most people probably don't get that about me. So it was nice that he noticed that. I mean, it was impossible for him not to because 
I just, I stayed home a lot. So I don't need a whole lot of money for the kind of lifestyle that I want to live. I need a nice place to live and enough clothes and stuff to fill my suitcase. I have no problem with that, right? It's a struggle to not buy more, but that keeps me grounded. Every time I got to lug that heavy thing from airport to airport, I'm like, God, how do I have so much stuff? But so it's a very simple life, but more money would allow me to create more things that can help other people live this life. Would allow me to give my parents more, give friends more, give community, not just the community that I live in because I don't live a certain place right now, but communities around the world to create more good wherever I go. That is what money would do for me. And there is this Jim Rohn quote that I love. He says, why not become a millionaire? Not for the money, but for what it will make of you as a person. And that is why I have a goal to become a millionaire someday because of what it will make of me as a person, the character development, the personal development, the things that I'm going to have to learn and unlearn in order to become that person. So going back to this island, a lot of people there, millionaires, tens of millionaires, hundreds of millionaires, like they had hundreds of millions of dollars, (laughs) some of them. And it was interesting because I'm there with my little old business, kind of feeling like I snuck onto the island because I'm like, I'm not earning what these people are earning just yet. But I think it's fantastic because you have to be around people who are doing better than you. And I say that in quotes because better is not all about money, but people who are doing different from you and in some ways higher than you in order to see what you can aspire to and whether or not you want to aspire to that level. But you definitely don't want to be around people who are just like the same and stagnant or people who are lower because it's going to affect you. So I go there and I'm surrounded by all of these millionaires. And I think to myself, okay, cool. Wow. (laughs) Long way from the middle school classroom. This is wild. Okay. Is this where I want to be? Is this the direction that I want to be going in? And when I look at, yes, towards the millionaire direction or toward going back, yeah, this is definitely the direction I want to be pointed in. Again, I don't think I'll ever get to a million dollars by hustling. Those days are over. Those days are gone. Hustle and grind and just like bust my ass anymore kind of person because I now can see that that kind of wealth comes from hard work, yes, but also just like from putting in place the proper systems, putting in place the proper attitudes, putting in place the proper opportunities, surrounding yourself with other people who also want to help you level up. It's not as hard of work as the traditional hard work that we think of, I think. So it was a good space for me to stop and reflect and think about what I want And some things I took away were, yes, I want to move in the direction of even more financial freedom because I do see how it creates the possibility to create even more, right? Like some of these people are doing incredible things with programs that they're offering and and things that they're just passionate about that are changing the world in positive ways. And so I do see wealth as a possibility, a way to create more and do more good in the world. So I'm excited about that. I also saw some of that hard work stuff that I don't want. Like I don't want to grind and I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. every day and stick to routines that are like really grueling and demanding and spend what's left of my youth. I'll be 40 next year, right? I don't want to spend what's left of my youth grinding for a someday that could potentially be better. You know, I like the balance that I've found right now in working hard, yes, but also relaxing and enjoying my life a lot more than I used to. I also think that numbers in the bank are not the end-all be-all. 
When I say that I think I'll be a millionaire someday, it's a goal that I'm pursuing for the personal development more so than an actual like set of numbers in the bank. I think it's going to happen. I don't want to say by accident because that makes it sound ridiculous, but I think it's going to happen effortlessly. I think based on the things that I am interested in, the things that I love doing, how much desire I have to give and make cool things that help people have better lives. I think that if I could just do that, like the money is going to come and the opportunities are going to come. Hopefully maybe business partner one day will come or a business partner on one of the new business ideas that I have. And I'm kind of cooking over on the side because I'm interested in lots of different things. I think it's going to come pretty effortlessly. And I think it'll come effortlessly too, if I stay true to my roots and what I believe, which is really just like not doing it for the sake of the money. Because I've felt for a long time that you can have a really nice life on $100,000 a year. I earned that in my first year of freelancing, like pretty close. It was 94000 and some change that I earned in my first year of freelancing without knowing what I was doing. And so I took everything that I learned and I put it into a roadmap and I created an online course and I called it the escape hatch because it was this escape from everything I knew before, from the nine to five, from the grind, from this life of financial lack and struggle. And I escaped that life and was able to design a new life, one that I actually wanted to wake up and live every day. And I wanted other people to have that opportunity as well. I have had some people say before, like, you just quit the freelancing stuff. Like, you should just be doing the op stuff that you're doing for business owners. You should be on the operational side. You should just go all in on that because that is where the true money is. That is where people will pay you five grand for a course, not 500 for a course. You should go into that. And I get where they're coming from. And that may be their journey for them. That's right for them. For me, I can't leave my freelancers behind <laughs> because I was one and I will always remember how hard it was to get started thinking like I had no skills. There was no way anyone would pay me, that I didn't know anything, that I was just a middle school teacher, that just all of these negative thoughts. I remember what that was like. And I remember wishing for a guide wishing that I could just find somebody who would tell me how to do it. I knew I could do it. I just didn't know how to do it. And as it turned out, I had to figure it out. <laughs> and then I had to make the guide. And so I just always, 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 always want to be involved in some way in the freelancing world in inspiring and motivating and pushing people to start freelancing because it has been so life-changing for me. And the reason that my beginner course, The Escape Hatch, takes people from zero to 100K, because I think that for many people, 100,000 a year is an excellent life. It is for me as well. There are many times when I've been sort of relaxed. I'm not going after new clients. I'm not chasing a lot of work where I have, in air quotes, I say, just earned 100K and had fabulous life, traveling the world, flying business class, doing all kinds of things. When I was a teacher making 40K, I'd have been like, okay, Michonne, yeah, just 100K? Like, shut the hell up. Like, that's plenty of money. And that's actually what I'm getting at here. It is plenty of money because not all of us want yachts. Not all of us want helicopters. Not all of us want an extreme wealth lifestyle. If you do, that's fine. I'm not going to shit on what anyone else wants. I'm just trying to put out there the way that I'm thinking right now, especially after having been around lots of really rich people and seeing how they live their lives. It's so funny. We all live our lives 
very similarly in a lot of ways. We all want a nice place to live, good friends and family around us. We want to be healthy. We want to have leisure time to do the things that we enjoy. We want to be able to go out and do nice things without having to stress and worry about money. It just so happens when you've got hundreds of millions of dollars, those nice things get a heck of a lot nicer. But day to day, we want a lot of the same simple things and the same simple things make us happy. So my point with this is just like, I want to teach people how to make a hundred K a year, because from that point, I think it's up to each and every person to decide whether they want to keep going or not. Because a lot of times the world will say, you've got to keep pushing. You've got to go after more. And I get it. Like everything is designed to grow, right? Like trees grow they don't just sort of stop at a foot high and be like, okay, I'm done growing now. Like I've, I've had it. I'm, I'm up to here. Like we are designed to grow. We are designed to live while we are alive. And I had a friend early on tell me like, when you make your first 100K, like you say right now that that's going to be enough, but I don't think it's going to be enough for you. I think you're going to want 200K. And then I think you're going to want 300K. And then you're half a million. And when you're going to make your first million, I think you're going to want another million. And we'll see. So far, it has not proven true. So far, what happens, I hit 100K and I got really lazy, (laughs) but in a good way, lazy, right? I'm just going to enjoy my life. And I've hit that 200K ceiling as or mark as well. And it's great. But the difference between 200K in a year and 100K in a year wasn't really that big of a deal. I put more money in retirement, right? And I just kept living and traveling and doing things. Like I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Ohio. Like there's always going to be that part of me that like looks at Google Maps and it's a mile away. And I'm like, I can just walk. Like, do I really need an Uber? Unless there's hills involved. If there are hills involved, I'm taking the Uber. (laughs) But like, there's a cheap part of my soul that probably will never go away. And I like that about me. It's okay. So I don't have this crazy hunger to get from where I am now to a million really fast. Like I said, I think it's going to come by accident. But I think that one of the things that held me back too was like, I just don't want to become one of those people who hustle and hustle and hustle and money is the end all be all goal. And that's it. That's just all they talk about, all they strive for. They don't know how to stop and live. So that's when I realized that, no, it's about figuring out what you want to do, figuring out what mission you kind of have in the world, what mission you have for your life. And then money is going to come in. It's going to find its way. You're going to attract it. It's going to come to you by the simple nature of the things that you are doing. If I made money and then I just sat on my butt all day long and just never had a new business idea for the rest of my life, well, then I probably wouldn't get to a million dollars someday. But I think I'll get to a million dollars just because I have ideas all day, every day. One of them is going to turn out to be like really good. You know what I'm saying? Like one of them is going to be that kicker that's just like, okay, this is it. This is the one. So yeah, I'm getting a little bit off track in this episode, but kind of what I'm trying to say is there should not be any necessity to go out and feel like you have to make a million dollars to have a good life. You can absolutely have a good life out of 100,000 a year, just aligning it to what makes you happy in terms of the work that you do, how much work you do, being able to earn for that, and then play around with what you do in your leisure time, right? So I talk about math a lot and breaking down the math to earning a good living while having tons of time off. And I don't have the math right in front of me, which I should have, but it just kind of pops into my head now. I believe it comes down to about $125 an hour. If you can earn that, if you can earn $125 an hour, you can take like three months off a year and only work like 35 hours a week and you can make 100K. Now, for some people, that'll never be enough. They're going to want to strive and keep pushing and keep pushing. And for other people, they're thinking, hell yeah, that sounds 
amazing. Three months off a year, 35 hours a week, 125 bucks an hour. Like that's the life for me. That's what I want because not everybody wants the same things. Not everybody wants the extreme, like big, fancy, super wealthy type thing. And it's up to you to decide kind of what you want and then figure out how you can make it happen. It's up to you to decide which way you want to go. And a lot of that comes with just getting started. You know, when I was younger, of course, I wanted more flashy stuff. I wanted brand names. I wanted stuff that would make other people be like, oh my gosh, like you have all the coolest stuff. Then I realized like I really didn't give a shit. (laughs) The better my life got, the less I cared about anything external in terms of brands or doing things to be cool. Just the less I cared about that. So once you make your first 100K. Then you can think about, okay, do I want to keep going? And how do I want to balance where I'm at? What's important to me in life? And going back to this island and all of these millionaires that I met, all these entrepreneurs, all these people doing really well, it really was fascinating to me to sit back and watch how, even though monetarily we can be separated, we're really all the same in so many ways. I saw happy people on that island and I saw sad people on that island. I saw people who were lost and trying to figure out what was next, right? Because they had finished a business, gotten out of a business and were looking for that next project, that next thing, the next chapter in their lives. They were sitting there, you know, looking at that blank page of like, okay, what does the future hold? I wrap this up and now on to the next thing, but I don't know what that next thing is. And I think a lot of us have felt that at times before in life. A change has come and ugh, wow, we got to confront this. We got to get ready for it. We got to figure this out. I saw so much, you guys. I saw so much self-doubt and it was lovely. It was wonderful because we could all talk about it and express like, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. People were open and honest and vulnerable about where they had been, the choices they had made, the decisions and the journeys that had led them to where they were, to where we all were on that island at our various different stages. And the times that they doubted themselves, the times that they failed, absolutely failed, just like utterly and completely and miserably failed and got back up and did it all over again. There was so much positivity for me in seeing that no matter how much money people earned, the basics still overwhelmingly hold true. No matter who you are, you know, you want the people around you, your family, your friends, you want them to be happy and healthy and well. You want yourself to be happy and healthy and well. You know, you want to be surrounded by people who understand you, who see you, who listen to you, who will share and open up and be vulnerable with you. You want to do work that makes you happy. So many people there were on their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth business or more. They had done something for a while and then it came time to close that chapter and then go on to the next thing. And that's just a part of human nature as well. We're just all growing and changing and moving forward. And that's what life is. It's not stagnant. It's not just this one thing forever. Everything changes. Friends come and go, you know, family can sometimes come and go, jobs, co-workers, businesses, houses. We move countries sometimes. Like Everything changes. And to hear so many stories of change from so many different people, it was a really beautiful thing. And it just gave me so much inspiration, so much reflection for my future and how I kind of wanted to go while also remaining open to the fact that I don't know where it's going to go, right? I can have ideas for it and plans for it. But ultimately, there's surrender involved as well as like just letting life take things where they're supposed to go. It's really fascinating for me, you guys. It was really fascinating. On some levels, it was truly bizarre and wild. I had these moments of just like, 
oh my God, I'm just a little girl from Ohio. Like, what the hell am I doing here with all of these people? Seriously, with that many people at an event, you don't get to meet everyone. But one person I, trying to match up later, like all these names of like who I met and who I didn't, you know, and all that. And like one guy was in his Instagram, a few pictures before he was standing next to Richard Branson. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I never met that guy. I never ended up meeting him on the island, but still it's just like, I'm at a place where people know other people, like big league people. Like, this is wild. What the hell am I doing here? And it's so fun. But I think in that moment, you get grounded again, right? You go back and you talk to your people. My dad had sent me a message like before I left, just like, keep your chin up. You know, like you belong there just as much as any other person. It's like, thanks, dad. I don't think my dad truly understands what I do. But that's like all dads, right? It's great though. Like it's wonderful. He believes in me and that's really what matters at the end of the day. With that same passion that I believe in my friends, that they believe in me, that I believe in you guys. I know that there's this incredible world out there waiting for you. This incredible opportunities that are just made for you. And all it is, is just, I come back here every week on this podcast to do whatever I can do to get you to that point you're willing and ready to just like take that step. You're on one side of the river. You've got to get to the other side. There are some stepping stones. It's a little bit sketchy in the middle though. There's some rapids or what have you, but like, are you going to, you know, take that first step and see how it feels and just carry through, carry through, carry through step by step, little by little to get you to that other side. That's my goal. That's why I show up every week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want help, if you want those stepping stones, please do check out my course, The Escape Hatch. It has, I'm telling you, everything I could think of to put in there for you, my people, to help you along your journey. And if there's something that I left out that you need more help with, more explanation, I'm more passionate about this than you can imagine. And I will just always be, always be your biggest, biggest cheerleader. So that's all for this episode. I will be back next week, next Monday. You know it with another. Until then, just take care of yourself. Have an amazing, amazing week. I'll see you next Monday. 